0: Hello, so James. Uh, we're into a new year, and uh, it's good to uh, to get connected and, and have a chat again.
1: Yeah, it's been a while, right? So um, all of our best laid plans for, for kind of doing this every uh, every few weeks um, got interrupted by I think my me going on holiday for a while, and uh, generally kind of us being a bit busy. Uh, well, I know I- you, re- you, you you quickly replaced me. I saw on a couple of on, on for an episode. <laughs>
0: Well, I took it as an opportunity to bring in uh, to bring in Chris because you know, I always like talking to Chris. So yeah, yeah no, it was but, a good uh,
1: episode. It was a good episode. Yeah, I
0: thought I would bring him in and, and have a chat with him. So, uh, but then uh, holidays hit, and who likes doing extra work during the holidays? So, uh, um, wanted to pick your brain today uh, about um, healthcare. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, with twenty twenty three in full swing now, um, you know, lots of talk in the recruitment space about all kinds of different things. Um, um, I'm, I'm noticing, you know, here in Canada and in the U S, uh, healthcare is, is struggling, uh, specifically with finding nurses. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know, like I've been looking at job boards across different hospitals in the U S and, and then some of them are hiring 3000 plus nurses right now. Uh, you know, it's reaching critical levels in Canada mm-hmm. with people dying in the ERs while waiting to get seen. It's 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 getting pretty scary. Uh, what's it like for you guys across the pond?
1: Yeah, it's pretty uh, similar. It's got it's got so bad over here. Obviously, it's, I don't know if it's been widely reported, but there are kind of nurses striking because of pain conditions have kind of got kind of got, it's got so bad, and that's partly driven by um you know just kind of so many nurses leaving the industry because of it's kind of got so bad so yeah there is always a big drive to kind of bring nurses uh on board uh you know traditionally it would have been kind of agency nurses maybe from from overseas and things like that so yeah it's kind of um you know it's it's critical levels whether you know it doesn't matter which side of the kind of um political divide you're on i guess uh that things are kind of starting to kind of, there are cracks appearing basically in our, in, our, in in the health service. And um, I think the staff who are working it, you know, all credit to them are doing the best they can. And, um, but I think there's a couple of factors in that, you know, I mean, as I said, paying conditions, I think uh, haven't kind of kept up with, uh, with inflation. Um, and so I think people, a lot of people, you know, obviously the, in the UK, the National Health Service is slightly different to how it works uh over on your kind of side you know uh, although there is private healthcare, um you know most people i would imagine majority of people use the the national health service which is paid for through our kind of taxes Uh, and um yeah it, it, it is struggling and uh finding nurses is kind of one of the pieces of the jigsaw um and bringing in kind of uh people to either fill the gaps or retain people within within the uh the health service as well um but i guess that i, I you know I, it's, it feels like there's just generally a shortage of nurses globally right at the minute um uh, so it would be good to kind of maybe chat around what what we can what, what are the solutions if there are solutions and and uh, and uh, what what could be done about it
0: yeah it's it's interesting like i i know you and i were looking at an article where there's going to be a shortage of i think 100,000 nurses by 2026 and I wouldn't be surprised if that number is actually even bigger if they were pretty close to that now. Um,
1: I mean, that's in the U.S., right? Isn't it? That, that's that's US, in the that, U.S. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's that's just in the U.S. So yeah. globally, that number becomes very scary. Um, and, and part of the problem is that uh, you know, like colleges and universities and stuff are having a hard time putting out new nurses because they're having a hard time finding staff to train them. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, you know, it, it makes it uh, it's kind of a double edged sword. Uh, and, and a lot of nurses left the industry during the pandemic and um, have found uh, new passions and, and whatnot. But um, you know, I I, I think uh, what's happened what companies need to do in, in especially you know in the US where it's it's much more competitive uh, it's it's all private um, you know they're having a lot less chance uh, at nurses like they're having less cracks at the at the cake kind of thing mm-hmm. um, and so I think companies like hospitals really and in, in, in private clinics whatnot they really need to uh, take a look at Sort of what the conditions are and, and why the nurses that stayed stayed there and, and try to create uh you know that positive story around that um and try to attract uh nurses and i, and I think the golden opportunity you place to start is uh, i'm guessing each one of these organizations has massive database of existing nurses that have applied over the years, um, you know, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of profiles of nurses that have applied over the years, uh, who knows where they are now, who knows mm-hmm. what they're doing. Um, I, I think there's, there's an opportunity uh, to kind of try to rekindle, uh, rekindle the, the flame or, or, Burst the dam open and, and try to reopen that line of communication with some of those pe- previous candidates.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I agree. I think um, I think there's potentially a, a goldmine that a lot of these uh, these uh, hospitals and these institutions are kind of sitting on, right? But just haven't kind of made the most of them. I mean, I think that that, that that's a great place to start, right? You want to the kind of uh, go returned and have a relook at the kind of your previous applicants and your previous uh kind of uh, people that have been in your database maybe you know for whatever reason they didn't kind of make it through kind of previously for maybe it wasn't just you know you were just a, there, was a, there was a better better time and you were flooded with applications but maybe now's a good time to kind of go back and uh uh and revisit all that kind of data that's sitting in your database and kind of uh trying to you know reawaken those uh those those candidates that may have uh that may be great, it may be perfect for the for the roles, and uh, you know, at the moment. So, I think it's a great place to start.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's there's a million stories as to why a candidate maybe didn't get the job. Then, um, you know, maybe they they chose something else, or you chose a different candidate, uh, whatnot. Um, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day in, in healthcare, and they said that uh, they get they they used to have uh, three and a half on average three and a half applications per candidate. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's down one and a half. Their application rate is down 42%. Uh, you know, these are, these are big, big drops, right? And, um, you know, if we're talking five positions over, uh, you know, two locations, it's not a big deal, but when you're talking thousands or tens of thousands of positions, um, You know that those are astonishing numbers.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised. uh, I'm I'm surprised they're so hot. Those numbers, right? You know, I I knew things were bad, but those stats kind of uh, just uh, mind-boggling. What you know, what what has happened to that industry for it to kind of to reduce such so so hard and so fast?
0: Yeah, but the other side of that, the telling side of that is, like I said, they're they don't have the luxury of waiting around or um, you know. Thing what's on the market, mm-hmm. you know those those kinds of old telltale stories of hiring managers like to say. But uh, you know, if a candidate applies to a job, you've got one shot, one opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, you know to quote Eminem. But uh, <laughs> uh, it's it you really need to make sure that you're you're dialing in on those. And if, so if you're, I know. You know, in sales and marketing, if if I had a database of a million potential customers, um, I'd be spending my money on that versus uh, spending my money on trying to generate new leads.
1: Well, yeah, because well, all you're doing at that point is you're just topping up the database again, right? And then, mm-hmm. You know, and and likelihood is, you know, if you've got a database that large, you're probably going to be duplicating a lot of people potentially in there as well, right? So. Yeah. Um, and you may well be spending a lot of money, you know, uh, as a marketeer, you know, we're not the cheapest sometimes. As And if it's gone down through advertising or, you know, and and, and nothing against uh, recruitment agencies, you know, if you're spending money on recruitment agencies as well to kind of bring this, you know, you can do, do all that, but in tandem, right? Then just kind of also just have a look at what's already in your database, because that is a f- almost you've paid for that kind of data at some point or other for, for whatever, for however you've got it in there. So it seems the most logical place to kind of start. And then once you've exhausted that, then there's kind of other other, other places to look. Um, obviously, you always want to keep it kind of a, f- a fresh flow in. And that's where all the kind of marketing and the advertising and the, your your recruitment partners all kind of, kind of come in as well. Um, uh, but, yeah, if you're sitting on literally millions of people potentially in a database, it seems crazy not to kind of start there in the first place.
0: Yeah, and I, I really, really want to see recruitment as a whole take on more of this view of uh mqls and sqls um like you know your your database of applicants in your ats are are all mqls at this point right Mm -hmm. like they're they're qualified leads they're you know you've got their info and now you can market to them easily Mm um you know if you've got profiles in there that of people that you really don't want to talk to, then, you know, the, what's the point of having that profile? Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, so your your sourcers, your agencies that you're working with, um, you know, that outbound approach, that's driving your SQLs. So that's keeping the top of the funnel full, which is extremely important. But there's like, I see ATS as sort of a a reservoir, like a dead body of water where applicant profiles go to die because <laughs> most, um, most recruiters uh, don't go back to the ATS because LinkedIn is more up to date or whatever reason, right? It's yeah. hard to search candidates in that, in that pool. Uh, you know, some ATSs don't have the best search capabilities, but, but, uh, like, um, going cr- through that sort of database is, is...
1: but you know, yeah, basis. I mean, it, you know, you basically kind of, you know, this is just a kind of a generic kind of, um, recruiter kind of, uh, kind of comment, but you know, you're just replicating what you're doing in your ATS, uh, if you're then using LinkedIn as well. You've got basically you've got two ATSs, and probably Oof. what you end up doing is putting profiles you found on LinkedIn into your ATS at some point, you know, so it all just kind of, um, you know, fine, fine using LinkedIn as your kind of, uh, as, as part of your lead gen strategy. Uh, but your ATS is where all this kind of hard work should be kind of happening, right? That's, that's your kind of uh, single point of truth or something, right? It should be, that's where all this kind of uh, should, uh, should come to a head. And that's where all that kind of that line of communication. And that's where all the most relevant uh, up-to-date data should be, uh, as opposed to kind of relying on uh, the likes of LinkedIn or other kind of platforms really to kind of keep it a date And, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think specifically if I think the, in the, in the nursing space, I may, I would imagine that maybe I don't know how much LinkedIn is actually even kind of is used. I would imagine there are job boards and other databases, right. For that kind of, uh, for, for, for those, um, for those skill sets and those uh, types of roles. Uh, but in the end you're paying for all of those as well, right. There's a, yeah. there's the monetary cost. So at some point in the past you paid for having all these people into your ATS. So, uh, that, you know, I can't reiterate how much I think that is the kind of place to start.
0: Well, you know, I, I got thinking about that the other day. I, like, um, I, it'd be interesting to know how much it cost to get. in and some really taught recruitment marketers know the answer to this question. But if you think about how much it costs to get a candidate into that applicant tracking system, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, and you cost, per that yeah cost per application, yeah, cost by a hundred thousand dollars,
0: or by a hundred thousand, or a million, or yeah. five million profiles. Yeah. That's a lot of money sitting there that yeah. you're ignoring. Yeah. I so, mean
1: even if it's like seventy five dollars each or something or you know, something like that, right? You know, which yeah, might even, be yeah. Or if, if, even if even if it was ten dollars each, you know I mean, which doesn't sound kind of crazy, you know, when you times that by, let's say, even a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, five hundred thousand, a million, you know that's that's huge yeah. volume that's some huge amounts of cash that you've kind of spent at some point to get these people in there just to not do anything with them.
0: Yeah. So if you, were going to, um, if you were going to try to revive that uh, um, that pool, what, mm. where do you think? Where, well,
1: like, it, I guess you've got to kind of you, – you, it depends on your ATS, right? I guess it, you've got to have a look at, right, you know, when was the last time you spoke to any of these people? You know, that mm-hmm. always makes a difference, right? Are they aware of you? Have Has it been years? Has it been months? Has it been days? so understanding that um breaking it down by uh all the other kind of you know making sure that you know your ats has the capabilities to to break down into certain demographics locations and all those kind of things so you can you can search on that because that will then make marketing to them and and reviving them a lot easier because you don't just want to send out a blanket email to you know a, a million people you want to try and be smart about this so you can kind of break it down by you know if someone's looking for are you still looking for roles in this location in this location in this location you know and start quite softly i would then i think that's the kind of the way to go about it is just to kind of rem, you know remind them of of who you are before kind of like and you know you know a gentle nudge are you still looking for work we've got some great roles on the minute without being too salesy right just a nudge oh. and then follow that up and know a week's time maybe or a few days time with kind of like we've got these great roles you know in this area if you're still looking you know simple stuff right i mean yeah it can be way more sophisticated than that but if you've not done it before i think that's probably a great way to to kind of go about it um what what do you think what what would you you, where would you start
0: yeah i i I agree like a a simple email campaign to uh some of those candidates you haven't talked to in a while And, and if you have the ability to partner with an automation uh, provider of some sort to automate some of this email. You can track if they've opened it, you can track what they've done after they've opened it, Um, you know, give them the option to unsubscribe for privacy issues and and all that stuff. Um, But I I think that's, you know, a great way um, is to, to kind of reach out, through an email, very soft email marketing campaign, see who's still engaging, who's not, profiles that are not. Um, you know, there's services out there where you can enrich
1: mm-hmm. those
0: profiles just to see if, you know, has the email address changed, has, has their job title changed, uh, you know, things like that. Um, there's, you know, the, I think those two steps as a, as a starter is a really good way to, to kind of... Um, bust open the dam and, yeah. and get that flow of data uh, going again.
1: Yeah, but I, I think you picked up in it. There's a, there's a there's a kind of a key element. You you need something kind of a better, a better tech there, right? To kind of help you help you do all that kind of stuff to 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 kind of reawaken those kind of people. You do you know? Obviously, when you're dealing with the volumes we've discussed, you can't do it manually, right? There needs no. to be and and yeah. most of the time, you probably wouldn't want to leave it to whatever the you know, whatever the ATS has got to offer because it probably won't be as sophisticated as you need it to be. As I said, like you, like you described, you need a little bit more kind of understanding, a bit more kind of data coming back from who's opening it, who's doing what to then be able to kind of follow up on what is essentially a, you know, you know, a re-engagement lead basically.
0: Yeah. No, I, I I think, um, if it was me, that's what I would do.
1: (laughs) Well then, you know, next time the next time one of those rolls in for for a TA at a, at a at a healthcare provider, we know who to go to, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, James. I don't like to leave these drag on for too long because we could talk forever. Um, but uh, good good uh, chatting with you again and. Uh, Look forward to uh, solving more of the world's problems in 2023.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we'll set the world right by the end of 2023, basically.
0: (laughs) Yeah, if we don't fix it, the else will. (laughs) Cheers. All right, thanks, James.